now I'm good. But like, if I raise my voice, it was like, like I laughed. I literally was just, yeah. See, and yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The you're fuck? fine now. You're right. good now. Um, so yeah. Start the fuck. Yeah. I swear to fucking God. I don't, I would rather really talk about that next week. Cause we could save it. So nah, just, try just to tuning in. <laughs> I'm your host Logan. And this is the milk and toast podcast. I'm here with my best friend, Mitch. Say hi to the people, Mitch. Existence is pain and I want to die. Nice. <laughs> Yo, um, again, if you like the show, if you don't like the show, blah, 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 um, you should put in, you know what I heard? What? That changed my mind about this whole comment section thing that I've been trying what? to do for the last couple of weeks. It's not that it changed my mind to not do it anymore, but it changed my mind in the way that like, I was talking to Sarah about you know, she she came to me and she says all this like shit. Like she goes like she's very angry about like stuff she heard on the show. Like just the show last week that we did. The one that, that she, she was, the one she was on, right? Why? Where she was, was like show. mad about like the stuff that we were saying, but she was like arguing with herself on the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like <gasps> and she goes, I'm just trying to tell you. And I said, put it in the comment section. And she goes, but I'm just trying to tell you because, like, you know, like, I, I don't know where to do it. And I was like, put it in the comment section. She goes, well, where is the comment section? Is it, like, the Spotify of the comment section? I was like, shit, you're right. You're right about that. You're right. And so, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, where are you going to comment on Because, <laughs> like, even if, like, you commented on, like, Instagram, like, it's not the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm. So what I think I'm going to start doing for the show is I think I'm going to start putting sectionals of topics, you know, like instead of like having the whole show, like I'll post like a section of the show. Like I'm still like the show's still going to come out. Don't worry. But like I'm going to post like a section of like a topic. Like so like the topic that we talk about, I'll Mm -hmm. post that and I'll post that on like YouTube and everything else. So that way you guys can actually comment on the show. All right. Deal, deal, cool, cool, nice. Who are you talking um, to? Huh? Nothing. I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking yeah, to that guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. to this guy. Yeah, I'm talking to this it. girl over there. Yeah, we yeah. get it. Yeah, you, we get it. You, 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 you. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, we get it. That's, you know, you should really listen to the show in a group setting. That way, like, you could just argue amongst yourselves about, like, why are we listening to this? Why are Couldn't they saying that? <laughs> why are they saying that? Who the fuck do they think they are? I like Joe Rogan. Why is Mitchell so hot? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would so give him a blowjob if I saw him in life. You always go life. straight to blowjobs. What the fuck are you talking about? Like every time. Every <laughs> what? time. Since when do I go straight every to blowjobs? Every time on the show. You always go straight to blowjobs. Straight, straight to blowjobs? No, I need, I, need, I need proof of that because that doesn't sound like me at all. I can make a highlight reel and just send that shit like, to Like, yeah, do that shit. Yeah, you won't. Mitch's blowjob real. <laughs> Mitch's blowjob real. Yeah, like, yo. yeah, I just need a blowjob. You know, that that girl, she looked really nice. I'll you know, I love whole... the book she wrote. That was such a great book, and it had such great nuance and intellect. Man, the blowjob she would give my brain. <laughs> like, the fuck are you even talking about, bro? <laughs> well, just show me the proof, and I guess I'll believe I'll it. Like a Joe Rogan-style, like, supercut of you. Yeah, just blowjob, 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 blowjob. Blowjob, blowjob, blowjob. Blow. So, yeah, she could blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I hope. I, I would. I really I really hope that is the case. That will be really entertaining to me. This is what we call content. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I wanted to talk about relationships because it's going to get a oh my God. a little riled oh up. Oh, my fucking God. I just despise your being. I'm tired of like burying the lead and like, you know, having the soft topic for the first like 30 minutes of the pod. Now we're going to do the hard shit. We don't first. even do that. We don't we even don't always do start we with do. soft topics. We started two weeks ago. We started with snow. So, but like, we don't always start like that. I remember those weeks we start with like other shit. I don't know. All right. Well, okay. So then go ahead and take fucking leads since you want to talk about how hard relationships are. Here's Mitchell O'Neill with barely any relationship experience. What's experience so with women, sure. Experience Ooh. with partners, sure. Experience with feeling lust, love, a combination of the two, hurt, pain, and all those other things men feel towards women sometimes, sure. But you're asking specifically for relationship shit. So I'm just like, the fuck you need me here for? You want to talk to my dad? (laughs) (laughs) Like, the the fuck you want from me, bro? I'm trying to think of, like, what what would your dad say about relationships? Like, what? Probably way more than I do. And then tell you about his marriage. And I guess beforehand, he could tell you about i don't actually hear about my dad's flings i hear i hear about it in passing but i'm not really trying to put my pop's business out there but i mean he could tell you i mean my parents it's like uh what are they they like 25 like 30 years of marriage or some shit i don't remember i should i love them but like i don't care about stuff like that what age was your dad when he got married i believe both my parents were young like in their 20s like early 20s like my pops had to be i imagine 22 or no, maybe a little bit older because my mom's six years younger than him. So like maybe like 28 or something and she's like 22, potentially younger, actually. I don't really know. I probably should, but I don't really be in the business like that. I just know that I believe my, my mother was pregnant with my older brother when they got married. Pause and for a second. Pause for okay. a second. Check your connections on your microphone. Like make sure they're all pushed in and stuff. And on your, um, cause it's, it keeps skipping. Like, is uh, everything all pushed in? Everything is. How about I close clean feed and log back in? Because yeah, when I, that. when I did the, uh, restart, I just, my Chrome. All right, let's try this again. All right, go ahead. Continue what you were saying. No, I'm just saying like, uh, he was, cause Sorry, my, brother. my mother, my mother was pregnant with my older brother. Um, I believe when my parents got married. So it mm-hmm. was like, you know, my, my father, I'm assuming, you know, he wanted to, you know, do the right thing. And, you know, so they got married. And then so he's had the, you know, the ups and downs of being in a relationship because it's, it's, of course, he like cared about my mom and she cared about him. But, you know, they're young, so they're not sure what they're doing. So they've had like a full actual like relationship. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. could ask him, but don't fucking ask me. Like, fuck. Shit, you could ask literally, you could literally ask both of my brothers actually, because they've actually been in some relationships. But I'm what like, was it you were saying about how men and women shouldn't be together though? I didn't say that. I was just saying like the way, the way we get towards each other and interact in this life and almost everywhere on the planet is just like kind of crazy. And I don't mean that in defense of us. I don't mean that in attack against them or vice versa. It's just the factual truth is men and women get together and it's like, yeah, it's love or is it lust? You know what? Maybe it's the hormones and the programming. You know what? I think I hate you sometimes, most times, all the time, maybe. Fuck men, fuck women. And it's just like, I don't feel like talking about relationships. I don't get involved in them because it's just like, it's weird navigating life already enough. So why don't you tell us 
where you want to talk about how hard it is to be in a relationship so bad. No, I was telling you about how hard it is to be in a relationship. And then you started going on a rant about what you were just talking about. And I thought that that was a lot more interesting than what I had going on. You know, so there's that. Keep talking, bitch. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I don't know, Mitch, like. What? (laughs) I just thought it was funny that, like, I feel like a lot of people have this perspective of relationships where on one hand, like, there's people in relationships and there's people outside of relationships, right? And everybody has this weird perspective about them. And there's like, like people theorize the way a relationship should go when they're single. And then when you're in a relationship, it's not that at all. You know, that sucks. It sucks, but it's also life. It's like kind of like being a parent, like people. That that is not selling me. That's not selling me at all. It's like being a parent. That's, that's even more dissuading for me. Carry on, well, though, it's after Valentine's Day, and if you still not you booed up, Hope if you, you still not booed up, Day. like uh, you know, I'm trying to tell you how good you got it, you know, or don't get it. I don't know. Okay, I don't know where we're going with this, but please keep going, keep going. Well, what I was trying to say, you know, what I was trying to uh, say basically was that you know, like there are very there are a lot of good things about my relationship. And but like there's a lot of hard things that also happen with the relationship as well. You know, makes sense. And me and Sarah look like we have like an excellent relationship. Like even if you look at our pictures and stuff, like we have a very like cute, cutesy type relationship. But that doesn't mean that we don't ever argue or like ever like have things like happen with us. And I feel like that's a very basic thing to say because I feel like everybody who's in a relationship be like well we always are well we argue too and it's like you know it's like we argue with each other on each other's level you know and that's a lot in itself you know what i mean mm-hmm. if like you were to be a fly on the wall and to see some of the arguments you'd be like these guys need to break the fuck up you know what i mean <laughs> but that's not how it works that's not how a relationship works like you have to put a lot of time and energy and and work into a relationship to like stay together with somebody you know what i mean and i think people don't really know what it is they're looking for when they ask to have a relationship like it's one thing if you just want to be with somebody like for the night or if like you just want to hook up or you want to have a friends with benefits or even if you just want to have like a little like thing like a little girlfriend or a little boyfriend that like you're not necessarily in a deeply committed relationship oh you mean a situationship yeah even a situationship no 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 even like a a little boyfriend or girlfriend that's not like serious you know it's not like you're not gonna marry this person or anything like that and i'm saying i'm gonna get married to sarah i don't know but like I mean, like tomorrow or anything. Like I tried that, but it didn't work. But like, good for um, her. Good for her. <laughs> really? Good for her. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I'm just, oh, I'm just, I'm just being real. Like, how how dare you? First off, when you know what y'all going through, gonna be like, oh, I tried to marry her yesterday, nigga. What? No, I didn't. no, not yesterday. That was a long time ago. I was like, I was like three months into our relationship. I was like, you know what? I'm so in love right now. You want to get married? And she was like, no. And I was like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Sarah. 
No, don't say good for her. Good for her. Good we for her. Been so good so for happy. her. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Sarah. Once again, because I know you're out there somewhere. Good for you, dear. You keep you keep doing you. You keep pushing for your best. I really, I do have. A, I have that problem. Like that's like I move really. Like if I feel it, then I'm like, let's go get married. Like what are we doing? Like. You know? Oh no, I feel you. It's just you, you specifically know you crazy as fucking dumb as shit for that. So like, that's I what know, makes it. But like, you specifically know this, but you all like, yo, this love in my heart. It's like that's cute. I feel but like nigga, you should, no. I feel like when it comes to getting married, and I'm probably wrong too, but I feel like you got to strike while the iron's hot. You know what I mean? You can't uh, strike. I listen, I know I'm the, I know I'm the one with without the like info on this one, but I think that one's a no. I think that no? one's definitely a no. That's like but definitely like, a no. I think if you like have the feeling in your heart and you know, you know, you know, it'd be like, yeah, and that's cute. But emotions are see, emotions see are these powerful things mm-hmm. that make us do things that we wouldn't otherwise do. And now sometimes, sometimes, and you know, these rom coms got us thinking like, oh, but most of the times in reality, people are like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but you know, that's you bring up a good point because like, I know. there's. With like the emotional aspect of relationship, that's the part that everybody likes to focus on. A relationship on. isn't about the emotion. That's yeah. the thing for me at all. And that's kind of why I struggle. If it was about the emotion, I'd probably be in relationships with at least other than every woman I've ever like done something with. Also, just the woman I pass by in the middle of the fucking street, bro. Me too. Yeah. But I like, it's, it's not about the emotions or the feelings. It's not necessarily being in a relationship isn't about even being in love. In some instances, which is what makes me sad sometimes. But like, yeah, so you all like, yeah, man, I'm gonna struggle. It's like getting married specifically and specifically because in America like if isn't you have about a love. Person, like, I think to me, like, we're 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 here really shitting on relationships right now. But like to me, no, the redeeming the, truth, the redeeming aspects of a relationship is that like you do have a person that is like for some reason they're like your person. Like you, you connect with that person and there's no, there's no other person that you want to be with or do things with in a way. And I know I'm speaking like from a very monogamous type of like mindset, but like. Which is fine. You're a monogamous person. I mean, like I know a lot of people are being left out of what I'm trying to say. It's not about them right now. It's about you. We're not talking about polygamy or any of that. But I'm just saying, because I'm, I'm sure they experienced something similar. But what I'm saying is, is that like, you just have that with that person. And so like, no matter what, like no matter what happens, like there are days like Sarah could do whatever and then like i would still pick sarah you know what i mean like i don't understand like i don't understand that bit right there sometimes like and it's not necessarily an emotional thing but it's not necessarily not an emotional thing you know what i mean like if like if it's like between like sarah and like anybody else you know i'm still gonna pick sarah no matter what you know what i mean like nobody can ever like make me think like no i'm gonna leave sarah for you like it's not like like, like, that's not that's not how it works for me so who's your biggest celebrity crush rihanna oh really you're rihanna's time yeah okay 
All right, so Rihanna pulls up, you know. Rihanna's pregnant with, now, though. With the new child. Well, you know, let's say she left ASAP. She's like, yo, Logan, I really, I really like the show and I know you have a crush on me. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I have, I have Rocky Jr., mm-hmm. but you know, let's be together. I'm feeling you. All right. Not to mention I'm a billionaire. Okay. You yes, want to, you want true. an allowance? You still choose Sarah? I mean, I'm going to date Rihanna, but yeah, I still choose Sarah. <laughs> no, 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 Oh my God. How even fucking dare you? I mean, so, you know, I still, you know, of course I'm a date. No, 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 no. So yes or no, man. To what? What's the question? Do you choose Rihanna? Because now it is the word choose. As in, as in Rihanna, I almost said Sierra because that was one of my questions. Anyway. Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna's dating you. Sarah is your person. But in order for you to be with Rihanna, she wants you to fully be with her. So she has to be your new person. Do you pick Rihanna or do you pick Sarah? I have to fully be with Rihanna? Yeah, man. You can't be... It's, it's a monogamous relationship, man. Rihanna think, wants monogamy from you. I think that night I'm going to sit Sarah down and have a long talk with her about how we're about to lie to Rihanna. Like, we are really about to lie to Rihanna. Okay, but I need you to answer the question proper. So you still choose Sarah is what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going- No, no, but I need to- stay The record me. needs you to stay, to say you, you still choose Sarah. What do you mean? Of say, course. Of course. I'm sitting down and we're having a conversation about no, how no, we no, collectively no, 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 are going no, 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 to lie no, no. to Rihanna. No, 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 Do you choose Sarah? I choose Sarah. I choose Rihanna. Okay, those you know are your what? two options. I'm playing around, but like you're yes, playing I around. Defi- yes, yes, I definitely do choose Sarah. I'm gonna tell you why, because I don't know how annoying Rihanna is in real life in a real relationship type situation. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm just, like I've I'm been through that with one person, and you got to pick your battles. You got to pick. That's <laughs> the that, no. That's that's what it makes like me think about like relationships. Sometimes this is sometimes like what people don't talk about in relationships is that like, do I really want to start over? Am I really going to start over with this person that I don't know? Me. Yeah, I know that's the sad part to me though. Sometimes because that's it's not like, sad. It's not. It's not as sad as you think it is. It no, really I'm, well, from your perspective, to me, the reason it sounds sad is because that shouldn't be anything on the table. Like mm-mm, mm-mm. you would for think. Me. You I would know. Think. I know. I know. That's why I'm saying to me, it's sad. I'm like, damn. Like, because it's not about having to like start over. But the thing is, like, a person has to be comfortable with themselves. I is what I think. Because like, that shouldn't be at your forefront anyway. If someone's giving you hardship and you're like yo and it's gotten to a point because i'm not saying like oh you know you got an argument once and you just left Mm -hmm. a person obviously but like if it's like yo this is it really isn't working for me it shouldn't be in someone's head to be like damn i don't want to deal with this but do i want to start over because obviously that's not something about but no like you you offered the scenario of like would i leave sarah for rihanna no and i and i know what your reason was i'm not i'm not coming at your reasoning i'm saying is the type of scenario that is it's like it's like, is the grass greener on the other side type of shit? Like, that's what it is. You know, like you chose like a, a thing that like the grass looks the greenest it could ever look. Right. And so what I'm saying is to a lot of people that like, that's the dichotomy that they're like working with in their head. That's the the argument they're working with in their head. Is the grass greener on the other side? It's like, listen, you don't know what the fuck is in the grass on the other side. Like in the grass that you got, like, you know, it's there. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
like imagine like that's what I don't understand about people in relationships sometimes is that like or like when they leave relationships like to get into a relationship with another person it's like I don't understand why you did that like I can understand breaking up with somebody to be single I could get I get that mm-hmm. you know you breaking up with somebody you get there's plenty of things and options you can do to be single you can have time to yourself play video games you can find somebody else that like you just want to like talk to and then never see again you know what i mean but like to be to jump out of a relationship because you saw somebody on the street and then you're like i want to be in a relationship with you how i don't i don't get it because you were just in a relationship the same exact way with this person right and you jumped into a relationship with them and you didn't know that uh let me say something that's completely unrelated to Sarah. You didn't know that their farts smelled that way. You didn't know that they chewed like that. You know what I mean? And yet you were in a relationship with them for a mad long time, right? But like now you're going to jump into something with somebody else and you don't know what their tics are? Like what the fuck is wrong? Like who are you? You're you're a psychopath. <laughs> you're a psychopath. You, <laughs> you're fucking crazy that you can do something like that. Wow. <laughs> Just blind? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? Gotta have I don't the know courage, how to man. do that shit. You know, the hardest thing, and I mean, that's a metaphor for life because the hardest thing in life is starting over, but the sad part is that sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes, sometimes you must yeah. rebuild. Yeah, this, this but, no, you are right yeah. in terms of picking your battles. I get that. It's just that in my head, someone, because the problem is, is it's not about the relationship. It's not even about the other person. In a moment like that, it's all about you. Because you're the one who isn't comfortable yeah, with themselves or feel you can you can take that battle. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking like you specifically, but it's just like that is that is something I see. Because remember, people like me, I've stayed single, obviously, but that's because I'm used to being a loner. I thrive on wanting to make myself independent. I hated being dependent. I still to this day despise myself for being dependent upon my parents for feeling like I was this fucking parasite on them, for feeling like I hindered their lives. Who knows what their dreams were? So there's a part, big part of me. And you know my situation. Mm-hmm. It isn't, isn't exactly easy over here. But I'm the right. person, the choice I want to make is the person who can thrive through that, who can push through and find some at the end. The problem is most people don't feel comfortable doing that. And here goes one reason people get into relationships. I'm just tired of being alone. And that should never mm-hmm. be a reason you get into a relationship. Because another person, you owe a person way more than that. Oh, you know, I was just lonely. You know, I was just doing it for fun. You know how some people get. Yeah. Some people get yeah. disgusted. No, no, you're right. You're right. You know, this is, you know, it was good for the four months. I just needed someone. I always got to be in a relationship because I can't be by myself. And me, I find that horrible. I find that absolutely horrible. There's a failing in society in general. And of course, with women, it's especially hard because there was a failing in society with, you know, giving women the power to even like embolden themselves and be able to take care of themselves mm-hmm. for so long. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to even like, I can't even, I can't really get on women for certain behaviors like that. I don't like it, nor do I pretend to, but it's, it's at least understandable on that point. But with men, it's just like, wow, because you need the touch that bad. You're so sexually addicted in one sense. And, you know, for some it is because, you know, the comfort of a woman, you know, helps me feel all right, which I get, but you should never be going into a relationship like, you know, I, I was just tired of feeling alone. Or I felt ashamed, and so I got with this person. Yeah, being like having, like you said, like having somebody like touch you and like you know being oh, intimate bro, with somebody. It's the like, most wonderful feeling, but you yeah, can't be you can't be using like, somebody. Yeah, for that. exactly. That's not you can't. 
There's got to like, be more what is there. That, they, they, yeah. Like, what, the, what is the other person going to get out of it? You know what like, I'm saying? Like, that's completely selfish because you're, like, you're only thinking about, like, you know, as why, you. you know, some of you guys can't fuck, but, like, you know. <laughs> it's why some of them can't fuck. It's why the relationship doesn't actually work out. It's why some people are miserable. Because it started with, like, a corrupt idea. Like, it's completely yeah. selfish. You can't start from a place of selfishness and think you're going to end up in a place of, like, Unity, like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but that's the but truth. No, right. Well, so we at we at the Milk and Toast aren't saying that you can't from toxic can't go from being toxic to being whole again. We just don't think it fucking makes sense. Perhaps, perhaps you should think about it. I think it you need a lot of therapy to get. There. <laughs> Yo, facts. Like, you need a lot. Go get like, some help. Jay Z had to go through therapy. I mean, well, he he made a boo boo. He made a big boo boo. Because you talk about picking battles. He chose the wrong hole. Oh, you chose the wrong battle there. He but, chose uh, a lot you of made it out. Hey, he made it out. He chose, you know how many battles you got to pick wrong to like have your celebrity wife's sister, who is also a celebrity, kick your ass <laughs> in an elevator? Elevator, bro. Like- <laughs> bro. And he just, and mind you, he didn't fight back. So in my mind, in his head, he had to be like, damn, damn this camera's in this elevator. Damn, Solange, re- Solange really? Like, I know it's your sister, but, you know, we're supposed to be fans. You really going like to do me like that like, in the elevator, bro? Damn, my life is really here now. Like- <laughs> Yo, facts. Because when you think about it, when you think about everything he's gone through, the triumphant story that is Jay-Z, that has to be the one stain that's like, <sighs> damn. He was having yeah, a good I wasn't time supposed to be then. this nigga. Yeah. I wasn't See, supposed to be this nigga. That's the toxicness. Because you was it having strikes. a real good time before that. It strikes mm-hmm. hot. It can strike anyone. This is This is world-renowned, you know... Multi-platinum artist, hip-hop billionaire mogul Jay-Z, but the toxicity struck one time and put him in a place. You feel me? You don't want to be, I can't, I can't be in that place. I can't even afford to make the moves he makes. But no. like, um, if as if as above, so below is any example here, if Jay-Z's not getting away with doing shit like that, I think I'm gonna try to be a better person in my uh, you know, humble existence right now. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, all I was trying to say about relationships, basically, is just that, you know... They're difficult? Is that they're difficult. That they're they not are. always as rosy as I... Uh, I don't think I try to make mine out to be mo- rosy. I think I just like to talk about shit that I enjoy happening to me. But I don't want to give the wrong impression that, like, relationships even that seem as good as mine... Or like where I can bring Sarah onto the podcast every once in a while. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to give off the impression that like we're just this perfect couple or like, like I'm the most flawed person I know. Like how the fuck would I have a perfect relationship? You know what I mean? Like that's not like, I don't think anybody in my life would even like dare to think I'm perfect. So like, why would my relationship be that way? You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a deeply flawed individual with many, many issues and problems that I don't even want to deal with. So, like, to know that there's another person out there that is also dealing with my shit, there is no way that, like, we're not going to clash and we're not going to have things happen where we argue or, or whatever happens. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah. But, yeah. like, at the end of the day, like, Sarah is my person. Like, you know, like, I tell Sarah that all the time. I don't want to go to like Met Fresh with anybody else, you know? Like, you know, I don't want to go to the grocery store with nobody else. I know that sounds stupid, but like that's that chokes me up because it's like, who the fuck am I gonna walk down the street with? You know, we went ice skating the other 
birthday. That's where we went for yeah. uh, Valentine's or whatever. Like, I don't want to do that shit with nobody else. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's, it doesn't sound stupid, one. You should never say the things that make you feel joy and the love you feel for your partner is stupid, one. I got you, Sarah. He's an idiot sometimes, but I got you. So you shouldn't say that. That isn't stupid. If that's how you genuinely feel, feel that. Mm. It's just, you shouldn't. The, the thing I was saying earlier is if it shouldn't be that you need that feeling so bad, you're afraid to restart. And I'm not even talking to you. I just mean like in general, because mm-hmm. that isn't a place anyone should be. You shouldn't be that person in your relationship. Your partner deserves better. Yeah, I don't think it would. I'm, my point isn't that like I, I don't want to restart. My point is that. It's crazy, right? <laughs> no, it's not that it's crazy. It's that I mean, that's kind of what you were saying. My point is, well, yeah, but you know, I like to be funny. But, like, my point is generally and basically that, like, there's nobody else I'd rather be with, to be honest. You know what I mean? That's a better point to make. I know. Everybody says that shit. But, like, to me, You're the one who hates cliches, not me. I I think they serve a great purpose. Because they're so empty. Um, To me. You just made, like, two and they were really full and loving. Whatever. Anyways, me. Match point Mitchell on this one. No, it's not. To me. Honestly, like, I don't know. There's no other better way to say it. But like, yeah, that's that's how I feel. You know, like I'm not I'm not trying to blow smoke up at anybody's ass, but that's that's how I feel. Like, I don't want to be with anybody else. Like, I don't like like not even Rihanna. Like, I I love Rihanna. I'm so sad that Rihanna's pregnant, you know, by a baby that's <laughs> not my baby. But at the same okay. time. All right, you were you were good while you were ahead. Now I now I'm yeah no I'm not sure. But cringy, yeah, definite cringe. But Rihanna, why, baby? Why? Really? No, 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 why? no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Why? We're not doing that. Oh my god, we're not doing that. Why? Because she's living her fucking life. Mind Did you see business. Simone Biles got married too? I was oh I, I, good for yeah, her. Yeah, I literally tweeted Simone Biles at first Rihanna now Simone. Biles? I can't like, have come on, shit. Man. Like, like, like come on, you man. Damn thing in this world. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like why, God? Why, God? Why? Why? <laughs> God damn. God, you seen that video of the like, dude coming in his house? God is damn. It's like one God thing damn. I can depend on. It'd be like at least Simone would be available. And then she's, she comes out with this like eight foot like football player. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, good for them. Hope they're happy. Yeah, I hope they're happy. All right. In other news, it's still Black History Month. And we have a Black History Spotlight to you. But today, we're going to be talking more contemporary with an Olympic athlete. Um, I'm sorry, I may butcher your name because I'm not familiar with South Sudanese language and pronunciation. But we have a thing, Moi, I think is how your name is pronounced. It is spelled first name, A-T-H-I-N-G. And then last name is M-U. But she is a 19-year-old, only 19, middle distance runner from Trenton, New Jersey. And um, let's see, this was back in August, I believe August. Let me check the date to be certain. Give me one moment. Let's see. Yeah, so August 3rd, she won gold in the woman's 800-meter um, uh, race. That that's what you you would say, right? Eight hundred meter, like, because it's not a relay, so it's like an eight hundred meter race. Yeah. But she won gold in the the Olympic women's eight hundred meter 
uh, race. And that hasn't been done since, let's see, I believe 1968. It's been like 53 years or something. Yeah, it hasn't been done since 1968 in Mexico City. So shout out to you, a thing. Black excellence at its best. She's only fucking 19 years old. You know, she was born, she has like six siblings. She's the youngest. She's the second youngest of like seven siblings. Her parents are from Sudan, just trying to make a better life for their kids. And look at her, you know, 19 years old, winning gold at the fucking Olympics. First time. You know, we at the Milk and Toast podcast just want to wish you, you know, you know, a great life and a great athletic career because it's really great that you're able to do that. And I just wanted to celebrate you during Black History Month because I think that's fucking awesome. So shout out to a thing, Mui. Um, Once again, I may not have pronounced that right. So any, any, you know, Sudanese speakers or listeners on the show, let me know. But like, congratulations to her, you know, Black History Spotlight for tonight. Yeah, congrats, sir. Congrats, congrats. I do like when you do those spotlights. I know. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they feel good. It's good to be able to, like, you know, celebrate in one level. It's it's like we we think about it, like, all the time. And, you know, me and you, we're always talking about issues. But it's nice to, like, just take a quick second to actually, like, celebrate some great accomplishments, motivate people to, like, kind of do better in their own lives. I did have a question for you about black excellence though you want to do that today have we spoken about that before no i don't think sure. so have we okay i don't know probably man. i feel maybe. i feel like we kind of bring it up like probably in passing like all the time but anyway what do you well what do you think we brought up before i don't know i think there was something about because remember we had a a talk about mediocrity and so i know we had to bring in mm. which isn't specifically black excellence but i know um, we had a discussion on mediocrity and like mm. How, you know, society kind of, you know, puts you in a place to be mediocre and you you kind of had the discussion like, well, what's wrong with that? And the black excellence discussion kind of echoes that in some sense because, you know, you want to talk black excellence and it's like, well, do we have to always be excellent? Can't we just get up, you know, breathe? I mean, I wasn't really going to go there with it because what I, what I heard recently mm-hmm. is um, I was watching this YouTuber. Maybe one day I'll say his name, but not today. Um, but I was watching this YouTuber and it was a black YouTuber and he was talking about black people shit. And he was talking about like, you know, representation of like the black bourgeoisie on TV, like, you know, like the Cosby's the Jefferson's and people like that. Right. And he was talking about like how it seems like, and this is not like an original point from him. This is like, you know, other people have said it. he's just used like TV as like mm-hmm. his way to talk about it. And he said like it seems like you know that a lot of the time that what people like try to say is black excellence or whatever is just uh you know like black people trying to emulate like whiteness like trying to emulate what makes white people quote unquote excellent you know what i mean like a lot of money and things like that and that just got me to thinking that like the way we frame black excellence do we frame it too much like white success? And if that's the case, how would we reframe that so that success means something different than just like, I don't know, being like 
the greatest in your class, in your class, in your craft, or like being like, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I was going to say like being like a super nigga. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's because I watched Black Dynamite and then oh, like then, you know, that one part where he was like, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> he, said, he said, he said, super nigga. And I was like, because <laughs> it was, it was just a great line in that movie. No, that's, that's so, like, great. That's so funny, bro. But like, uh, yeah, but like basically being like that, like, like, ha- like, I hate like when people like have to compare like people to like Barack Obama and shit. It's like, you know, what type of person and what type of conditions you would have to be to be Barack Obama. Like, you know, it's like, and then like, we say like people like him and Jay-Z are like black excellence and they're like the top 1% of 1% of black people. You know what I mean? And it's like, Excellence has to mean a little something maybe closer to home sometimes. And then sometimes I think that excellence needs to mean something that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with money or power or status. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, so let's talk about it. So we're talking about America. So in other countries, you know, sometimes they come from monarchies and shit like that. Mm. America comes from being a British colony, you know what I'm saying, and revolting, and then introducing slave labor to literally build itself up, black slave labor as we know, well, Native Americans as well, and then other types of, you know, cheap labor, whatever the fuck they can get away with. Right. And so for a long time, black Americans, the only excellence or what they could consider such, what they felt was like to that high level was coming at the end of a whip. You know, why was the situation like that? So you get freedom. Now, the fact is, of course, no one wants to emulate their enemies per se, but you notice there was a certain way of living that you might've envied. Mm. And now all of a sudden, how do you build yourself up? Well, you see, they doing it that way. You want to be better than them. Maybe that's the way I got to do it. I honestly think sometimes, and especially in the American sense, it's like just a mistake. Cause like, imagine if you grew up in Ethiopia and the first vision of your excellence was Ethiopian, you know, these beautiful black Ethiopian kings and queens. Mm-hmm. How do they carry themselves? That's going to determine how you choose to possibly carry yourself. So in America, it's it's all sorts of fucked up in one sense, because we're seeing all these people do whatever it takes, you know, to get theirs. And on some level, black people, like we emulated that. Because I don't think of it like as a, as a white black thing, because the fact is I think about it as an American thing. It's just America's complicated. Those slaves, sadly, they were American. Sadly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And looking, who do you have to look up to in one sense? As much as we we begrudgingly, we, we like begrudgingly have to admit I see that. Where you're going. Yeah. We don't like that, but who else were we looking at? Who had the money? Who had a lifestyle that we thought was something we wanted? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then look at us now. We're struggling through a lot if we're not you know, people who was like freed slaves back then becoming multimillionaires literally by their own bootstraps where the term actually comes from because that's what they was doing. And so I was like, oh, is that what it looks like? At least they look like us. They kind of act like these white people, except they're not acting like white people. They're acting like people who get some money, get some power, and all of a sudden forget who themselves and lose themselves. That happens everywhere. You think that's the case? For me? Yeah, man. Like, the fact is, power corrupts, as we're aware of. 
And in America, like, in order to get from a point of ground zero, which we could, for this example, say is like, you know, I came up from the mud, the dirt and mud, Mm -hmm. to go from there and then to get to living in mansions, you know, pushing Rolls Royces and all that, there's a lot of struggle in between that makes a person a cynic who no longer cares about the people around them. Maybe I wanted to do a good thing once upon a time. I got money now. I've been helping people long enough. It's time to handle me. Yeah, I, I look good doing it. I, I have an issue when people say power corrupts or like absolute power absolute power corrupts absolutely. I feel like power I don't think power corrupts. I think uh the corrupted are powerful. Like I think that's what it is. Or like people in powerful per uh like people in powerful positions are either inherently corrupt or like, you know, use corruption to become powerful, you know, but I don't believe that power itself is a corrupting influence. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Like, and it doesn't have to be like a constant thing. The fact is, it's just like you think differently when you feel you can do whatever you want. Because now even me and you, we come from a, we come from a stance where that hasn't been the case for us. I feel like the people who say that are not people who are like list necessarily people in power or like people who are trying to consolidate their own power. I don't feel like power is like, I think the best thing to, to tell somebody if you didn't want them to have power is that power corrupts so that they would feel like power is some type of evil thing to stay away from. Like if, what if I said money corrupts and I made like a, 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 a zingy little quote about like how money corrupts, like, when that, that doesn't keep anybody from funny enough though that doesn't keep anybody from wanting it so it's it's funny you say I that but no that's not true because there's plenty of memes about people about like how you're happier when you don't have money and how like richness makes you sad and like you know not having this and not having that uh does this and that for you and it's like we're supposed to believe that like jeff bezos is crying on a jet ski and it's like i like i don't know well that isn't that isn't the that isn't the meaning of the statement because it's not about caring about whether he's crying on the jet ski it's about it's about wondering what you were actually like as a person with all this money and what are you doing in truth and and also why aren't you doing in some instances you know what i mean so it's like because you know it's 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 uh at some point, I think, like, it highlights, I think it changes. I think it highlights. I don't think it changes you. I think it highlights who you are. Like I think it just puts you on. Su- like I think richness and power puts you under a microscope that's almost unfair, in a way. And oh, I really? mean, that, no. Well, this is what I mean. I don't mean to give like rich people well, cover. That's not unfair. what I mean. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say what that. I mean is like to be magnified in such a way that like. If I gave you a billion dollars tomorrow, like you have all these things that you say you would do with them, but like your schedule changes and everything in your life changes right. overnight. To you know what I mean? So yeah. like how you think of your priorities and what you think is what you should do today and what you shouldn't do today is like automatically everybody has a agenda for what you should do with your money automatically. You know what I mean? Right. So like you are automatically under a microscope that like is telling you all these different things and like to ignore just one of them is is like so detrimental to like everybody around you but it's also like how the fuck could you solve all of the world's problems right and i just think that like anybody under that microscope would look like a dick 
basically is like <laughs> like if, if everybody's looking at you to like fix the world like you're going to look like an asshole no matter what because everybody has their their idea of how you can fix the world you know and to yeah. say no to this person or that person is to look like a dick to somebody so you're looking like an asshole to a lot of people at a lot of at like one time yeah you know but that's I mean? not in that's so fair but like that's not important it's not important about how you look to the people mm-hmm. it's what you actually do and what you can actually do. I think it yes, causes you some people to anybody. do nothing, like, to be honest. No, some some people, billionaires, honestly, I don't think care. But I honestly don't yeah. think they care in the first place. They're, like, out of touch. Because, like I say, you get to that point, you don't have to deal with anybody anymore. But did they care? Like, that's what that's the other part of the power corrupting argument Did they that care? I so you're asking a question like, Did they we care don't... before? Were they, like, Gandhi before and then they mm-hmm. gave them a billion dollars and then they stopped being Gandhi? Like, you know what Sadly, I mean? Sadly, the benefit of the doubt means that it's possible that they were or no. it's possible that they weren't. You say that, but we don't know. I think they were a dick before and they're a dick now. They're just a dick with money. No, like, I think people like, were actually, like, probably – and I'm not saying there's perfect little angels – but I'm thinking that it was probably more decent. And then they got money. It was like they became what cynical. What is more decent? Less harmful because you couldn't – you didn't have the power to harm? Like it's like that's what I what mean. Is, what are people actually – so let's think about these. Let's mm-hmm. talk about Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. What are they doing in terms of harm other than not using their money specifically to you know, do things for other people? Well, Elon Musk is literally destroying the atmosphere like every day because he like sends like rockets on a whim almost every other week. But isn't that part of his Mars space project thing? Yes, whatever. But like you're, you can't kill the planet in pursuit of your, your space, like your science fair project. Like you can't. Is it a science fair project? Do you know that? Fuck him. (laughs) He (laughs) just. He well, just blew up a rocket just yesterday. But we're not here to talk about how you feel about him. We're here to try to figure out his character. Now, if the man really wants to go I to Mars. I think that's horrible character. Yes. I think that's kind of But if the up. man wants to go to Mars and has the means to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he has like, to, de- if if that means that he has to destroy the planet to do it. I'm not saying he should be doing it. Obviously, I don't like it either. I'm just saying, and talking about his character, if that is the end goal, which is something mm-hmm. he thinks may be positive. Right. Why wouldn't he do that if he has the means to do it? Why wouldn't he do that in a way that doesn't destroy the planet he's already on? I mean, Logan, when you're firing, people when you're firing off rockets, air here. NASA does that too. Space travel is a thing. Yeah, but well, NASA doesn't do that. But every couple of years, they can't like, afford he's to. Do- <laughs> exactly, but he does it like every week. Like, what the fuck? Okay, is that actually every week? Because don't play, don't exaggerate. They right now. just blew up a rocket. <laughs> and how? How? What was the last time? The last time is in recent memory of whatever they blew. When's the last time NASA blew up a rocket? Well, don't say blow up a rocket like that because that's weird. And I mean, it's not people on the rockets, but like when's the to last be time, honest with when's you, the bro, last time NASA launched a To mo- be honest with you, in your bro, memory imagine like is a, what I'm trying to say. Like in literally a couple of months ago to like get off like satellites. Well, not satellites, but like telescopes and stuff. Like they do a lot of stuff that I don't think we know about or hear about. Who, NASA? Yeah, not like in a harm, but their job is space exploration. I'm saying that Elon Musk launches so many rockets that you remember that shit. That's what I'm (laughs) trying to say. That's what I mean. That you remember that shit, all right? Stop launching them rockets. I'm not saying that NASA doesn't also probably launch a lot of rockets, but I'm saying this bitch launches so many rockets that you can remember when the last time in your own memory in your own little busy mind you can remember the last time he yeah, launched he just one launched another and blew it up like, damn, you know what I mean? and he blows up a lot of fucking rockets you know what i mean so it's like i get what you're trying to do but you're not helping 
You know, like, could you stop launching rockets or maybe give NASA the or maybe rocket? fucking figure out what you're doing first before you <laughs> launch another one. It's like a publicity. And he's like, it's not even like trying to actually go to Mars. It's just something for his stock ticker, really, at this point. Like, if you have to blow up a rocket every other month, it's because you want people to talk about the rocket you just blew up on no, Twitter. I don't know if that's fair to Why? say. Why? Because the like, world we live if, in. No, so... No, it's not the world we live in. Otherwise, we wouldn't be living in it. So if I want to get somewhere, if I want to get to, if I want to, so if I did have aspirations of getting to Mars, Mm -hmm. the fact is I'd want to find, find out the way to quick, the quickest way to do it. Now, environmentally, of course. Why? 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 (laughs) Because if we think that the planet, so I'm coming from a different perspective. Okay. But if the assumption is like, you saw Interstellar, right? Yes. You remember the basis of Interstellar? Is that the okay? But the planet isn't dying like that. Like Logan, the planet to our to our little mind is, is a dust ball right right now. Logan, I'm not saying that it is, but we're not we're not as far as people think. That's the thing. I know you. I know that's I know that's Listen, crazy to say. We are far enough where he doesn't have to do that. What's far enough, Logan? What's far enough? Yeah, I don't think, think about that. It's gonna be a dust bowl in the next five years. How that? How, how about that? In the next five? Okay, that's nice. What do you say about the next twenty? That's different. I mean, yes, look, obviously it's different. That's five versus 20. But either or, five, 20, those aren't long periods of time. So what would you think about it in the next 20? It's a long period of time. Logan, 20 it's is long it? enough to... Okay, okay, listen. You, you years, see where I'm going with this. I hear what you're saying. 20 years is long enough to try to actually fucking figure out the problem instead of just sending rockets up because you're like, uh, uh, got to send one up because we got we don't know how much time no, we're going to have. Logan, what if it's I got to send one up because we don't know... How, see, you laugh, Logan. And I know this is funny. I know it's crazy because we both don't like him, but it's like... It's he like when you think about have it, a Logan. Team actually, figure out how to get done what he wants. Logan, to get I done. mean, Logan, I mean, let's that. be real. Let's be real. It's not like it's not like the man has the capability. I mean, he has the money, but it's not like he could legit make any of that happen without getting people who know what they're doing to make it happen. They, he doesn't have. Obviously, he doesn't. They, how I mean, many Logan, times? he's launching the rocket, so obviously he has to have someone there doing that. Knows that he doesn't know how to launch rockets. He doesn't know how to land them either. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> oh shit! I almost reset my thing again. Okay, no, I I get you, but what I'm so it's like so. Imagine if you did have 20 years, you're like, yeah, we have to take the time so we don't do anything. But if the 20 year comes and the Earth is gone, shit, we just wasted that 20 years. It's not going to take 20 years, first off, to get at least 30 people from NASA Logan, to so, actually but, figure out what the fuck you're trying to do. Logan, you're right, and we should probably write a letter. You're absolutely right. We should write a letter. <laughs> my, for real, for real, it's funny as hell. But my, my point is, is like the funny enough with with risk taking in, in any endeavor is that you're taking the risk because you don't actually know. You don't, sadly. In, in, in most senses, you, you really know, don't. But like, like the old, I know, and you're like, like yo, the, the earth. Oh, my God. Like the old black adage is if you don't know, you better ask somebody. He could literally <laughs> just fucking do that. <laughs> That's the fucking problem. He's not a good person. That's what I'm trying to say. He's not a, He's good, not person. a good person. He's not a good person. Okay, yeah, but your basis isn't entirely fair. We so we talk about that microscope that we can put people under. Yes. But the yes. other thing, the other thing about the billionaires, and it's funny how we never like get the chance to actually because there are good billionaires in the world that I've heard about. It's funny we never actually get to talk about them. But regardless, when we want to put these microscopes on these people, we you know for for lack of a better term, the common people don't actually have the means to put the microscope and see what they're really actually like. 
they're doing whatever they want. Usually we end up hating them for it and don't actually try to figure out what's going on. Elon Musk is gonna isn't gonna listen to us because no, you know everyone hates him. And we don't really care to talk to Elon Musk because there's this disconnect and divide. You know what I'm saying? I think there is a point. Like I did bring up the whole microscope thing. And I do believe that that's like there is an unfair amount of attention that we put on like three or four people in the world. You know what I mean? But on the other hand, like if you're a dick, you're a dick. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't like I'm not going to in good conscience say that somebody's not an asshole just because they're a billionaire and I don't know them like that. Like, if you're doing dickish shit, like Kanye West is an asshole. Like Elon Musk, these people are dicks. You know what I mean? I've been saying dicks a lot this podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. your business. You deal with that Freudian shit later for yeah. right now. And yeah, continuing right. on and continuing <laughs> on really that further thought. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I just I'm professional. Damn, you anyway, got me that time. <laughs> I'm professional. I'm professional. I'm professional. Moving forward. That moving forward like, we got talk. I was like stabbing somebody with an icicle, man. You just like walked off with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> but no so like yeah you're right because we do look on the outside and we're like those people's assholes we can't deny it but it's like we don't actually fucking know them or what they're going through or have the means to make them better they don't care because they're cynical because i mean remember we remember old kanye everybody misses old kanye which i guess we'll never get back at this point but like, there's a process, and this is why I know you. I know you disagree, mind you. I wasn't even. I wouldn't even disagree with your statement. I just would say that both are possible, even sometimes at the same time. But like, nonetheless, we don't actually know these people. Those people are so far gone; they don't care. So like, and me, I guess it is because I try to give people the benefit of the doubt until like I really can't. But it's like for me, it's like, yo, these people were starting from nothing. And you're right. Maybe they did start it as assholes. But to be fair, I imagine that same world that makes all the rest of the assholes made them as well. Now, their mm. choice in being assholes is, of course, their own. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. But it's like they got to where they got. And it was just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this place. Fuck these people. No offense, Logan. I feel I've been feeling that way more and more lately as I continue my artistic career. Originally, people used to ask me sometimes, like, Mitch, why don't you do all this? Why don't you do all that? And subconsciously or not the truth was is because like the industry and all that shit seems like it does horrible things to me i know how i feel about people i know how i feel about society sometimes mm -hmm. and it's like let me imagine what happens if i get a little bit of change it's like you try to keep yourself on the straight and narrow and here we are you know what i'm saying you a christian man casting all these stones you know what i'm saying and what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up. Anyway, we'll move past that. But here we are doing that. But it's like, we really forget that, like, it's real easy to just fall off straight and narrows and not give a fuck. Look at the world we live in, man. So, yeah, for me, it's like, yeah, I just think. I'm not casting stones because. Logan, don't do that. Logan, Elon don't do that. Don't Musk do that. Is don't do that. That's, not, that's not what I'm we're doing. That's not what we're doing. Why do you want to do this right now? destroying <laughs> the planet. The fuck you mean? All right. Okay, man. That was just an example. Relax. You don't got to feel so offensive. It's a defensive. A but, tested. um,. Yeah, dude, it's like, for me, it's like, people get money, people get some power. Like, you, there's 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 a truth to what you said. Like, there's parts of them that was in there before. But it's like, in actuality, that's kind of there for a lot of us, I think. 
a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, but like I think my original point was that like it's not the money that makes you the dick. Like you are already nah, an ass. See, that's why I have to disagree because it's the money that literally that literally because you talk about Elon Musk firing rockets to destroy the atmosphere. We wouldn't give a fuck if he was some dude who was like, yo, hey, yo, I want to fire these rockets because we can make but it to Mars. Before it's then, his parents can. were like, his parents themselves were like African blood diamond miners. Like, what? Like, he was, what do you, like, <laughs> like, what is his start? Well, I mean, off, off Elon Musk, because like, I mean, that's his start. So imagine what that's like. But anyway, he's literally like he's literally in our world. I hate Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor because he's literally Lex Luthor. You think like Elon, Elon uh, Musk is literally Lex Luthor. <laughs> I think you give him hair. too much credit. But I see where I see where you're coming from. No, he's like, smart. No, he's pretty smart. I give Lex him that. Luthor's smart, but I'm I'm being extra because like I love comic books, but like like not Lex Luthor smart. I don't think I don't think we have anybody on the planet Lex Luthor smart. Have you ever seen that movie Loose? Loose. Oh man, you go. I'm gonna put you onto that. I'm gonna show you that movie because that movie, that kid is Lex Luthor. If anybody's seen that little independent movie, that oh, no. kid is Lex that Luthor. That scares me because yeah. Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor on our. Well, there is no Superman, so it actually shouldn't be a bad thing, per se. A movie with just like Lex Luthor, no Superman, I'd watch the fuck out of that. He might not do anything, bro, because Lex Luthor before wasn't really doing anything other than like, <laughs> other than like billionaire. You know, endeavors and shit like that. And then Superman came along and he's like, oh, nah. Oh, my that. ego says, my <laughs> ego says this little alien farm boy just going to pull up on my planet. Because you know Lex Luthor. So literally on my fucking I think planet. I could make a really good Superman story. My Superman story would literally be like about Lex Luthor for like the first like probably 15 minutes of the movie. And then it would be about him like trying to cope with the fact that everybody loves Superman more than him. And like him, like making a scheme because of that shit. Like I, I would deal with this after everything I've done for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like that would be his animus. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, I hope I hope there's a person that's smart. Anyways, my my vision for Black Excellence because this is where we started, but that's Truth. not where we ended. My vision for Black Excellence, I would hope, is that you wouldn't have to be like Superman to become excellent. Is that like you know Black Excellence could be like you found like the love of your life or like black excellence could be like you are happy. Like black excellence could be like, you know, you take care of your family. You know what I mean? That don't even work for black people. (laughs) That don't even work for black people. Black people like specific with black excellence. Like black people like, nah, we know what black excellence is. I I know. And that's the problem. Like I think there's a problem with having to be like, Jay-Z to be black. Have you black seen, you know? um, what's it called? Oh my God. It was such a great, have you seen Queen and Slim? Nah. You didn't see I Queen and Slim? I heard it was bad, so I didn't see it. If I hear a movie is bad, actually, then I won't watch no, it. No, I actually enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and I, I actually liked the film in general. Okay. I thought it was, the way it was shot was dope. I thought it looked in terms of the aesthetic, great. And then the story was actually a good story. Mm. It's just all the shit that I think people thought it was bad because it's a, it's sort of unrealistic in terms of how the story went. But when mm. you look at how the story went, like everything made sense. So I don't I don't know what people complain about. But they did touch on that because they were sitting at a diner and she was giving them because she's a she's a lawyer and he's just like regular dude working working a you know full time part time job. Right. And she was like giving him shit for like random small little things and she was like yeah you know you could be better than that and he's like 
Why black people always got to be, you know, better or some shit? Why can't we just be? Right. And that's kind of the sense that you're going for, because it's like black excellence should be your very existence persevering through white supremacy in the first place. Like a lot of black excellence is based too much on what you like do, a Eurocentric view of success. You know, that like like I look at I was I love living in New York because like my job allows me to like literally see the New York skyline like every day. Like we're always out, like I'm always out, I'm always on the highway, I'm always like passing by. Like I get the full like movie view every time I go to work, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I never get tired of it. I love watching it, right? But then, like, to me, like, when I think about it, like, I've been trying to use my logical brain when I when I look at the buildings and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you just look at the buildings as a person, like, it's fucking in- inspiring in a way. And I think that's what people like is because it's like, you have all of these fucking, like, tall, glossy buildings. Some of them are very historical. You know, and I'm not just talking about, like, the Empire State Building. And the Empire State Building itself is, like, I can see why somebody might think it's marvelous because like, just like the way it's built, like screams like power in a way, you know what I mean? It Mm. screams like that. And they don't even like do shit like that in there, but like they, like it is like that, you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm watching it all, all these buildings. And what I know of like business and stuff is like, some of them shits is empty. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like, like, I'm looking at it. True. I'm like, some of these shits is held by somebody who is bankrupt right now. Right like, now. it's like, uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we look at the buildings and stuff, but it's like, there's so many of them that I'm like, some of these shits is real decrepit. It's real fucked up in there. Like, you know what I mean? And it's the truth, you know? And we don't think about that because, like, going back to our earlier point, grass is greener on the other side. So we say, like, oh, like, you know, all these millionaires and billionaires must own the buildings. And, like, a lot of the buildings are owned by, like, millionaires and billionaires. But, like, that don't mean all the buildings are successful. Like, the like if you walk by the Empire State Building right now, there's ads for them for, like, office space in Empire State Building. Now, they would not have to put ads on the ground level for, <laughs> for anybody to see so that, you know, like – for no reason like they need those spaces rented out they need those spaces like taken over yeah, or right. else the like there is a whole article about how like office type buildings are failing because of the fact that like people moved out of them during the pandemic and then found out hey it's actually cheaper to keep people at home and work you know what i mean so it's like i'm looking at this shit and it's beautiful and like it it represents what it represents but like Sometimes we're just going to have to let a representation be that, a representation. You know what I mean? It can't be the whole of the whole. Like, I think people struggle with that a lot when they're looking at something and they think like, oh, this thing is uber successful. Or it's like, no, you saw the window dressing, but you didn't, you don't know what's going on inside the building. Like, you don't know what's going on inside the building. Like, some of these buildings are housing businesses that are failing right now. You know what I mean? Like businesses that are just like in fucking disarray. And you don't know that shit because you're just watching and you're like, oh, wow, this is like power. Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, (laughs) how does this all go? You say, this is big, rich town. town. You know what I mean? I don't grow up in the poor. I just come from the poorest part. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? And it's like, you're looking at that and it's like, 
man, they got people, they got all types of people and stuff and situations going on in there. That's why you can't look at like whether or not the, the grass is greener, you know, it's, you can't, you know? So like to say that like success has to be built on this idea of like money and power. And then like, it's like, even success is built on the idea of like other people's money and power. And like Jay-Z's getting beat up in a, in a, in a fucking elevator. You know what I mean? By like somebody who's five <laughs> two. You know what I mean? Like it's like, <laughs> less, bro. like you got to think of the levels of shit that's going on. Like this is the life you want. Like, you know what I mean? So like, maybe we should be happy with just happiness. Like maybe we should just be happy with the fact that like, I don't know, like maybe we should just be happy with the fact that like we ate today you know like why can't that like i, I passed by a fucking bread line today that shit hurt me in my soul you know what i mean that somebody couldn't eat get or the that line? they needed food to go eat and they couldn't get it for themselves you know what i mean and it's not to say that they're not excellent in themselves but it's like we take a lot for granted we just take so much for granted in our lives that we're doing and that like other people do and that other people do for us and like to say that those things aren't excellent that we need a whole nother superstar like level to get to excellent and that's no offense to jay-z or like the the young woman you shouted out today because i believe that's excellent too but that like that can't be the only excellence you know when we are, when we're doing well, like you're doing well, people are doing well out here. You know what I mean? Well, like, as well as they can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because when like you think you, of the word Mitch, excellence. Like I said, you're doing well, like. Uh, oh, I'm not. But, you know, I'm here. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. But well, like, I'm not. But I'm talking. I think you're doing well in the sense that, like, you're going to school and you're trying to better your life. And, like, things that you say are not the best where they should be. Sure, true, valid. But also at the same time, like they're not always going to be that way because you're investing in yourself in a way that it's going to bear fruit one day. You know right. what I mean? Right, right, right. Whether it's through whether it's through the experiences that you're trying to cultivate now or whether it's through the same experiences but in a completely different way. Mm. You know? That investment is going to be there no matter what, and it's going to bear no matter what, no matter what you think or not think is going to happen, you know? And that's fucking excellent. It just is, you know? No, I could vibe with that. I just, that's that's my worry and my concern. That's how I want, that's my message for like Black History Month, I think, at the end of it. Because we, we talk about Black History Month. I said this at the beginning of Black History Month in a way that I think detaches us from our own history in a way because like how can i have a black history month if all these people that are memorialized through it like are them and i'm just me you know mm. and it's like the fact that you draw breath is black history you know that is the history of us that's the history of our people that's what will be the history of us yeah. yes you know, not even just survival through oppression, just the fact, just life, just to have life, you know, like to have that. Again, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> it's okay. You weren't too bad this time. So it's all right. Like, it wasn't as bad from. as last week. No, not as bad as last, last week. week. Last week wasn't too horrible either, but like this one wasn't bad at all. It's fine. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.
Um, what else we got? Can we go uh, home early? Huh? Can we go home early? Early yeah, dismissal. All right. Cause oh boy, I got shit to do, and I'm sad because I don't want to do it. I wanted to talk about uh, what do I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Find it. You want to add it? You want to end on a sad note or a good note or just a meh note? Mm. What you feeling like? Let's end on a sad note. It'll be the last one. It'll be the last one. On a Let's sad on note. Sad note. Yeah. Let's get sad. Everybody I don't want to make you too sad. Let's now. let's talk about how sad the algorithm is. Okay. The now which algorithm do, are we getting into? I was gonna do. Did I ask to be here? But I don't think I need to put you in that we space. Could, we could save that for. We save that for next. Yeah. Week. Let's do that a different that. day. Yeah, let's yeah. do that when you're not having like the worst day ever. <laughs> is this life sometimes, man? Um. No. I love that I say um, by the way. Podcasters hate like ums and ahs and ums, but I love saying um on my podcast. Really? Because, that's a thing? Yeah, that's a thing where they like don't like to hear themselves stutter and stuff. I don't get oh, it. Oh, oh, okay. That no no no. Yeah, there's a get. whole bunch that of I things. Understand. I don't know. That's a public speaking thing. It's not anything. I think new. it's just a natural thing. It's just how I it talk. It is a natural thing, but hey, public listen, speaking you guys ask you to be a little bit better. Are going to listen to a podcast that I'm on, you're gonna have to listen to somebody stutter. Like I stutter <laughs> like a mother. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, you are going to have to listen to me do that. You came here. You heard me. I'm a person who stutters. Deal with that. Like, I'm not going to edit out my stuttering. What the fuck? No okay. way. All right, Anyways, well. I wanted to talk about the <laughs> algorithm. Because now, which algorithm? All of them. That's a lot. Is it? Yeah. Let's talk about the most popular ones, like Facebook okay. and TikTok. Okay. Because Facebook, we've talked about Facebook's algorithm problems before, mm-hmm. and it's nothing new that's going on. It's just something I was thinking about, like something that we kind of left out is that like Facebook does try to tailor content towards individuals. But I think what gets lost in the sauce is that we blame the negative things that Facebook tries to show us on Facebook and not us. Mm-hmm. Hold on. What the heck is that? What was that, man? That was Apollo scratching at the door. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we try to blame like Facebook on on the things that like we see that are like the negative things, mm-hmm. but. I don't necessarily think that's Facebook's fault as much as it's our fault. Now, I what I think is Facebook's fault is yeah, that but... they designed a system that's so freewheeling like that, that it would show us stuff like that. But I feel like the algorithm shows us stuff that we hate because like it knows us. You know what I mean? <laughs> In a like, sense, yeah. Like the algorithm's only job is to keep you on the app, basically. And show you things that you've been looking at in the past, that your friends have been looking at in the past. So there's a lot going on there. But not just that. I think the algorithm's job is also to show you things that you hate because you're going to engage with things that you don't like. Like if the algorithm shows me a video of Ben Shapiro, like I'm going to engage with that. Now, there was a time when I would engage with that, but I don't engage in that type of shit no more. So the algorithm don't show me that shit no more. You know what I mean? Like, don't show me shit like a bunch of Republicans are doing this ABC 
this, that, and the third. Because I got great. rid of I got rid of most of the Republicans on my Facebook anyways. I'm like, you know, it doesn't do that anymore. It is what it is. But I recently joined TikTok and it did start doing that to me. Oh like it no. started showing me like Republican shit. Well, like, have you been looking at shit like that? No. Any ads on your phone, anything like that, any conversations you're having? I look at, like, well, what I do look at now, the last couple of days, is I have been following, like, the situation with Russia and Ukraine, which we should probably talk about one day. But, like, I've just been, like, it's a lot to talk about. So, it's, like, I'm not really caught up on all that. So, I'm not really going to pretend that I am. So, that's why I don't bring it up on the show. But, like. It's a political thing, and I understand that, and that's why I think like TikTok has been trying to like show me like things like that. But I also will stop like for like just political things in general on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so like it'll show me stuff like that, but I also notice that it also shows me shit like that I just don't want to see, like shit that's totally out of left field. And like when I notice, like even when Sarah's on TikTok, I'll notice that like. TikTok bombards the fuck out of her. Like it, they like they know her. Like they know exactly what's gonna piss her off because like every time she says, "Can you believe this?" and she comes and shows me the video, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's horrible, right?" I'm like, <laughs> "They showing you that shit because they know you hate that shit because they know you're gonna come and show me because you just swiped on the video three times to make the video play three times so that like like you know the amount of engagement they're getting out of you for like hate hate watching, you know what I mean? I don't mean just Sarah, I mean like everybody." You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like that's something we don't talk about as far as how the algorithm works is that, like, it's tailored not just towards our likes, but it's tailored towards our hates as well in a very, like, sinister kind of way, you know? Right. I don't know if anything I'm saying is interesting right now. (laughs) No, no. Well, it's algorithm talk, so it's kind of tough to, like, follow because the algorithm's complicated. But, like... Social media kind of does that. It's like, so there are social media games that scroll up that you can find like on Facebook. You'll be scrolling and then there'll be a game. Mm-hmm. But rather than showing someone playing the game well, they show you the person losing. Right, exactly. Like sometimes real bad. It's a similar premise. And you're like, oh, and there's a party that's like, this negative reaction makes me want to interact with this. Yeah. And so it's like the algorithm, it's almost as if the algorithm switched to like, all right, so you know, showing them what they like, getting them bored. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's, it's like you said, it's supposed to keep us on the app. So now it's showing us like other people failing and like giving us an opportunity to be like, well, I could do that. I could succeed. Yeah. And for the algorithm, that kind of works. So in that similar vein, it's like, oh, I hate this shit. But oh, you want to know what's happening with the shit that you hate. Mm-hmm. Like good shit, you just like it, maybe move on because you're like, oh, that's great. Oh, she's pregnant again? How wonderful. Oh, he won that? Oh, that's cool. Oh, what? She got a promotion? Yeah, bitch. Way to break through that glass ceiling and shit. But, like, you're going to be past that in, like, 30 seconds. But the algorithm is like, oh, let's show them, let's show them, like, you know, Ukrainian children getting bombed by something. You're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Right. What the hell is going on there in one sense? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just really strange, like, scary in one sense. Because, you know, like, there is a cloud. We see another conversation we could have is the evolution of AI. 
I think that's a part of it, though. I think like that is a part of it. I think like AI learning. run them sometimes. There mm. are we. There are plenty. We're not hearing about. We're not hearing as much as AI as we should be. First off, mm. there is an AI citizen now. I believe I forget her name, but she is a legit AI. Yes, an AI with citizenship. What? Yeah. What's that? See, we don't hear anywhere near enough about AI because someone developed an AI, and you know, being that she thinks and like a really developed intelligent ai the fact of the matter is she thinks the same way we do and as it's looking technically would feel as as we do as well and or logically feel i guess but the point is she was given citizenship in a country and so like i know that's crazy oh you cut out sorry who the fuck gave her citizenship i don't remember which country let me i you know what I'll go to the Googles. That's but crazy. While I'm doing that, the, the why would fact you give is, a computer that? That's that's nuts. What, she what is wrong with people? You give a human child that. Okay, but like it's a AI. But it's what? a computer program. It's a being. It it's exists not a now. fucking being. It's a com- it's a toaster. Oh, we're having an iRobot discussion now. We're getting Fuck places. That. No, we're getting places. Funny enough, I agree oh. with you, but still, if we're having. If we're having the logical, you know, morale, moral discussion, it's yeah. like this, this thing, you could call it a thing, but the fact of the matter is, what are we other than an amalgamation of parts? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I mean, uh-uh. a soul, that yeah, That can't like, feel shit. You don't know that, Logan. It don't. You don't know? <laughs> what does it feel? I don't know, maybe binary in different ways? It don't feel like goddamn thing. <laughs> you don't do that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that's Sophia. Bullshit. In 2017, Sophia's like basically kind of the most developed AI. They, like she has a robot body. Ago. We just let this shit walk around, bro. I know, and it's Saudi Arabian at that. Oh God, that's not good. I don't think that reaction was one for the podcast that it needs, Ooh, but me? like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Manufactured in Hong Kong, her citizenship in Saudi well, I'm Arabia. Saying, what do you think they're gonna do with it? Use her for her resources. Obviously, she's a fucking AI. She can compute better than anybody in the space, basically, for the most part. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, those- like the Saudi Arabians like say that they're our allies, but they're not really our allies. This is an entirely different like- discussion, Logan. What do you do? You want to talk about authorism AI, or do you like, want to talk about know- Saudi? Arabia? Saudi Arabian allyship with you because I don't have time for both. And those are really two completely different spirits. Anyway, so AIs like her are running some of those algorithms sometimes. And it's like, like you said, we as the humans are kind of deciding which direction they go in. So it's like, mm, I don't know what's up with the algorithm sometimes. I don't know if I could trust it. We've seen movies like Eagle Eye. We've seen movies like iRobot. And we've seen movies like WALL-E. And little by little, inch by inch, though we've seen those things, humans being the fucking little idiot imperfect creations they are, are like, yeah, no big deal. I just, I'm sorry, I started laughing because you named like iRobot and Eli and then and Wally. Like, then you named Wally. I'm like, Wally. what the fuck is Wally? Wally's one of the scariest Wally. ones. Why is Wally the scariest? Not because of Wally himself or Eve. Do you remember what? Because I didn't. I still haven't actually seen that film. I just remember seeing all the like tidbits. Do you remember what happened to the the human race in Wally's verse, bro? Universe. Wally there, saves them. He did save him at the end. 
Thank yeah. God, because aren't they these fucking fat fucking little? Happened in this Pixar movie. Well, I thought him and everybody? Eve. No, no, I thought him and Eve <laughs> fell in love after failing to save the human race because they didn't deserve it. And I was what? like, yeah, that's good for them. <laughs> yeah, what else? I thought, I, yo, listen, I thought that entire movie yo, was about Wally was... trying to get get a, get him a piece of some Eve, her her <laughs> fine looking ass, bro. And I was like, that's fine, <laughs> good for you, Wally. I hope it works out. I didn't know. I thought humans was gone. <laughs> They were sitting in those giant ass fucking real chairs, fat as fucking shit, degrading away. And Wally was like, shit, I have to save shit. Eve. Oh, existence. I've never needed more than existence. And now. The funny part is that Mitch truly thought that all the people died in this children's movie. And yeah, well, the, the like, robots you know, ran off together and fucked. And like just fell in love. Good for them. Hey, man, I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past Pixar. Good for them. However, that their eternity the goes. Interpretation of like, I should go watch Wally. that. I should definitely. I've been wanting to. I should definitely go watch that because I love Pixar. You've never seen it? No, I really haven't. What the fuck? <laughs> really? Bro, haven't, just bro. based off of the commercials. Yeah, based off some some thought, a few flicks, some memes. A couple just, memes. What you thought happened is that Wally saved us. <laughs> Didn't we treat him like shit, man? Wasn't he a scrap bot because nobody took care of him and they made Eve and. Isn't that isn't that kind of the basis? Like I they think, didn't take care of, they I left him behind. Eve is like a, I think she's like a security bot. I'm not sure, but like Wally himself is like, like he's a like he's a junk bot. Right? Yeah, he's a junk bot. Like he takes trash and he turns it into like smaller trash and he puts it in a pile and that's his function. That's his life. He's like the pasta robot. Uh, pasta. He's like the pasta butter robot and Rick and Morty. <laughs> Except with more steps. What like, is my purpose? You <laughs> to pass fix me butter, butter and make oh, me happy. He's like, oh my god! <laughs> I know, right, bro? <laughs> Literally, I. But I mean, you laugh. We're all laughing. We're talking algorithms. We're talking <laughs> algorithms. I can't talk today. We're talking those. We're talking no, AI, right. and like, like those are the shit we're gonna have to be dealing with in the next ten years. Sophia has citizenship. She's probably not even the only one, bro. Could probably, I mean, maybe I hope. Like, I don't really know, but she's probably not the only like one that. in the next five years. Probably not going to be the only one. Well, the problem is, is because we the the reason like people entertain it is because the fact of the matter is, here we are as human beings, no idea why we exist other than the like religious spiritual reasons, which me and you are okay with. There's actual people in this world who can't get citizenship in countries right now, and they yep. gave it to a fucking AI. robot. They thought there'd be more use out of the AI than most of those people. Hey, That's Logan, fucked up. deal with it. It is what it is. That's fucked up. Yeah. And the sad, you know what's even sadder, Logan? The sadder part is it isn't exactly factually wrong. That's what's worse. No, that is wrong. That's actually No, I don't mean like I don't mean like wrong. morally. I don't mean like morally. Yes, it's morally wrong. I mean in the sense because a country's not thinking about the upkeep of its citizens, as we know, it's thinking about the bottom line. And they think that AI will serve the purpose of their bottom line better than a human being. That's gross. Welcome to 2022 right yeah. yeah welcome to america i mean not america welcome to the world 2022 that's gross i don't like that you remember remember i told you i i yeah listen dying in my sleep tomorrow wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing i would feel horrible because because my family obviously but like whoo i'd miss you oh thanks man well oh Fuck you, but what well, are you saying? Fuck me, because you like trying to make me feel dead. shit and like shit. You should on the feel show. Shit. Fuck yeah. you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, that was actually a Sensei reference, but like you wouldn't get it unless you watch Sensei. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, dude, it's times is crazy. Algorithms always watching, and eventually, they're gonna be using it to sell you directly to your computer monitor, like in 1984. What do you mean? What does that mean? Well, in 1984, I forget what they called the monitors. It was like a TV thing, but everyone was watched. So you had to get up. You were forced to do exercises and stuff. Now, I hope we don't get to 1984, but we do have screens all over and we are already being sold stuff at a constant. Now the algorithm is just going to do it better. And it's be like, hey, you need this. We ordered this while you were out. It's like, yeah, what the fuck algorithm? We have that now. What the fuck AI? Amazon does that, I think. It's, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna, pretty sure either Amazon does that or they have the capability to do that. It's like I bought you something like, while yeah, you're like out. Restock your shit. Yeah. You gotta punish your AI. That's why you gotta watch that Black Mirror, man. I don't like Black Mirror. I don't think you're supposed to, to be honest. But boy, oh boy, do they make good content. I, that's what I meant by I don't. Like, oh, you I don't, don't like the content? You, you yeah. wildin'. Oh, you fucking wildin'. Nah, <laughs> you okay. joke. It's you kind of freaky. I don't know. You wildin'. No, like, if I had to choose between Black Mirror and the Twilight Zone, it's Twilight Zone every time. Well, okay, that's fair because of who you are. But to say Black Mirror is bad is wildin', bro. You fucking wildin'. I think wildin', it's bad bro. because I live in a world where Twilight Zone exists. You live in a world where Black Mirror exists just a little bit more. Actually, no. Twilight Zone, I think, has more episodes than Black Mirror. No, but I mean in terms of which which our society more closely resembles. Twilight well, are Zone. you talking about are you talking about oh, what's his name's new Twilight Zone? Oh uh, no, Peele's what I new? mean is that like I see what you're saying. I mean that like Twilight Zone gives you more. It's just better fucking content, to be honest. It's I don't know. Bad. Twilight Zone was. I wasn't watching too I mean, much like, growing up. Yes, a Black few of the episodes were dope. Black Mirror talks about things that are happening in our world today, but it's talks so fucking. About them, shoots them amazingly, and the acting's phenomenal. It's so fucking ham-fisted, and it's it's a problem that I have with a lot of the content that is made today. That is so, like nobody writes and like just trusts the audience anymore. Nobody does that anymore. Like nobody trusts you to understand shit. They like have to ram everything That's down a lot of your people throat. Don't. Like you're a fucking preschooler, and it's the, the screens. The screens make it hard to do that. But Black Mirror doesn't even do that. So it that's does. why I'm like, no. To the level you're describing, like they still have to explain premises. That's still you have to do that in film. Regardless, don't explain shit. Like make me figure it out. Like goddamn. Like you gotta explain the whole show and movie. I hate it. I just don't like it. I don't like giving being given an instruction manual while I'm watching some shit. Like you know, I just like like let me watch the shit. Like don't make me do work. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Like I'm dumb. Like we need to bring dumb people back. Like let people just be dumb. Like, and on that note, I think I think we could call it a night. Maybe right, get some fine. sleep. <laughs> all right. So I said, let bring back dumb, and I'm just like. I see. I literally heard and got all the context, and I see where you're coming from. Not sure I can agree with the statement, but I do understand where you're saying, coming from. Bring back dumb in the context that we don't allow people to be dumb anymore. So, like everybody thinks they're smart and they're really fucking shit up. The problem we, is, Logan yeah, is we studios want to make money, and if people have to figure things out, they don't go see stuff as often. That's not true. That's something that we made up. We, that's not true at all. I don't know what you're referring to, but I've noticed this as we've progressed from the era where you're talking about to now. And it's the factual thing that dumb people kind of 
don't necessarily get interested if unless you spood feed them. That's why I'm like, why would you want to bring back dumb people? You want to make the dumb people smarter. How many years have we been making Shakespeare for? Like Shakespeare is long gone dead. Like he's so dead that I don't even, like the worms that eat his body are dead. Like that's how dead he is. And like, you know what I mean? And we still like. On that level, yes. But Shakespeare. Just in Macbeth. But, like, but Shakespeare, that story, even still, that story kind of still tells you enough. It isn't exactly what you're talking about. It, but it's like also tells really you smart content. Like you can make really smart content that is that even dumb people enjoy. You know what I mean? But will they come out and watch? Yes. That's why we still make Shakespeare. No, we make Shakespeare because the theater, the spirit of the theater is just strong like that. No offense to film or anything, but like. I don't know about that. No, I'm. You listen, theater isn't an art that is. Because theater no, will live on as long as people do that for every playwright. We don't do that for every playwright. Not all of them were as nice. And you don't That's know that. That's my point. That's my not, point. No, no, no. I get you. But Nazim was nice as Shakespeare. But that also still isn't the case because theater communities do keep theater alive. That's what keeps the spirit of theater alive. And the plays that somehow get a following end up mm. going on to do better things and stuff like that. It's just the way it is. Yeah. But that isn't because that isn't just because like Shakespeare wrote some good content at the time. That's just because the spirit of theater is like that. But I'm saying good content survives. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that good content survives. Like content, I don't mean that content that like maybe me or you or like three other people think is good. I mean like content that is like good. Like that marginally people are like, hey, this is some good shit. You know what I mean? Like the first Spider-Man movie with Sam, like the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire is good fucking content. Like everybody agrees whether you get all the references or not. That's a good movie. You know what I mean? Like, there's a way to make good content that doesn't necessarily insult me. Like, I'm like a, a preschooler that needs my hand. It's like, did you know that there could be a rating system one day that, like, rates you on how good you are at social media? And it's like, okay, I could understand that. But what? Like, did you know that that's probably evil? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, Logan. That's how I feel watching that. Like I know, but that's you're like you're not you. saying anything. <laughs> you're saying a lot because of how much you're saying. Ugh. But I think but that's your that is your opinion on it, so it depends. Yeah. But yeah, man. Anyways, that's a different discussion. Yeah, let's get out of here. Um Mitch, do you have anything you would like to leave the people with? Um it's a crazy world out there, folks. You should probably figure out how to take care of yourself and be the best you could be. Loving yourself is probably going to be necessary, too. Hope you figure it out. Okay. Um, this, if, I, if I'm correct, right, and I... Sorry, I have my loud and clunky... Yes, this will probably be the last episode for Black History Month. Haha, gotcha. It's not the last episode. Uh, this is the last episode for Black History Month. Um, so I know we probably should have done more Black History content, but we also are just like a, a regular, regular, like fucking Black podcast. So we are Black History. So that's going to be like all year. So 365. I know, like all the time. Anyways, um, I would just say remain excellent. Um, and find excellence in your day, you know? 
I don't think you need to become like the greatest superstar, but I also don't think that if you are the greatest superstar in the world, that that's anything to sneeze at. I think whatever you do and whatever you work hard at, I believe is excellent. I think if it's hard for you to get up out of bed that day because you're just fucking depressed, then I believe you're excellent. I think it takes a lot to do that. I've been there. I know it takes a lot to do that. You know, I think that's a marker of excellence. That's a marker of excellence to me. I think that if, you know, you have three kids and you're just taking care of them by yourself because you don't have a, you don't have a partner or whatever that circumstance may be, that's excellent. You know what I mean? I think that we take for granted a lot of the stories that will never, ever be brought to light. And I think that your story is black history. I think all of our stories are black history, you know? And I think it's time that we are able to talk about that in a way that does not leave us out of the conversation. I think it's time that, you know, we recognize that black excellence lives among us, that we there's more than just, you know, the people we see on TV as black excellence, that we are also black excellence, you know? It took a lot to get here and to be here. And that's what Black History Month is about, you know? And Stop if that's, it. and if that's, if I could leave this month with anything, I would leave it with that sentiment that we are Black History. Like, we are. The stories you tell, the stories we are, like the stories that impact us most are the ones that come from the people around us, our families. And ourselves, you know what I mean? And that's historical. That's our history. That's your history. That's my history, you know? And we need to make sure that, you know, that's what we celebrate. And we should, like, teachers, you should teach that. Like, think about what are your students' history? Like, what is your history? Because that's what's going to turn into history tomorrow. Like, you don't know who your children are, who you could be tomorrow. Like, it just takes a second sometimes, you know, it just takes a moment sometimes to turn something mundane into something that nobody's ever seen before or ever thought before or ever, or, you know, grasped before, you know? And that is, that's to me is the essence of what we should be trying to strive for and what we already are, you know? Um and that's all I want to leave everybody with when it comes to Black History Month and Black Excellence and all of that. That's all I want to leave you guys with is that, you know, don't look at somebody else's life and whatever and think that, you know, you can't do it too or that or that you need to do it too to be to be excellent and to be you, you know. Um, that's all I have. Um, as always, uh if you like the show, share the show or whatever and like write it in the comment section. Um, and if you disagree with us or whatever, you know, also write that in the comment section, I guess. Um, I'm going to be more diligent about like chopping the episodes up. Uh, the episodes will still come out, but I'm going to chop them up so that like you can comment on certain sections of the show and things like that. So in short, I'm trying to make it easier for everybody. Um, but that's just about it. Um, let's get out of here for real. Say bye to people, Mitch. I think I won't die tomorrow. I like that. I'm, I'm glad that I get to have my friend for at least one more day. Um, 
I've been your host, Logan, and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. See ya. Bye. Bye.